You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 451 for October 27th, 2023. This week, we talk about work phones, piano concerts, house slippers, cooking aprons, celebrity books, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. So stick around for the The show. show. One, two, three, clap. Is it super delayed for you or, or what? Um, and I said one, two, three worse than I usually do. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we had like, if I was on the moon and you're in DC or like what the latency was. Well, here I we are. I took a really big sigh between. Oh. Let me tell you, I took a mistake nap. What? Okay. Was it one of those naps where you like, you wake up and you don't know what year it is and you're all sweaty? No, I wasn't sweaty, but I was like... Like I, I, so it's six fifty right now. Around six, I was like, I'm gonna lay in bed for like thirty minutes, and, and then that it turned fine. into a nap. But I, well, I think I could have slept like twelve hours. <laughs> right, right, thing. exactly. I think yeah. I could have like this could have been it. Your body thought that it was time, and then it wasn't. Now it's mad. It wasn't time, and it wasn't the move. And my body, well, you can is blame me. Upset. Well, thank you for doing this today. We were supposed to record yesterday, but I was getting a headache. Um, so what was the headache caused by? Was it just your, was it anything special? My neck. Did you, oh, your neck, back, pussy, and crack. I see. My neck, my neck gave up. Sometimes <laughs> I just feel like a rag doll. Like my neck. Yeah. I can feel it in the back of my neck. And I was like, well, I don't want to microdose tonight. So I microdosed this morning and it was fine. And everything's fine. Gotcha. Well, it's it's been it's been a week and I we can cut this out if you don't want me mentioning this but did you go to a concert last week? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you can mention it. Um okay. we went on we went to New York. The Joseph big went Apple. Joseph went to the 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 opera except it wasn't just the opera. Just a um just a short little trip to New York. We were barely there like 24 hours. Um yeah, we went Justin always, you know, picks the shows or whatever, but he had gotten tickets for, do you know how to say her name? I don't know how to say her name. Did we figure out she was from Georgia, not the state, the country? She's from Georgia, the country. Katia, Mm -hmm. spelled with an H, K-H-A-T-I-A. Katia Buniashtivili. Buniashtivili. Honestly, it's probably better than I could try. She's a pianist. And she was perform- she performed at Carnegie Hall, mm-hmm. a little venue, mm-hmm. just a little indie venue you might have heard of. Mm-hmm. The Carnegie um, Hall. Mm-hmm. It was wild. And when I say wild, I mean like perfect. Interesting. How so? It's like, so you saw the, I sent Sam a picture of where we were. I sent you the picture where we were seated, right? No, you Wait. didn't. Oh, you I did it. Oh, you just sent me pictures of Piggy beforehand. We were um, balcony, like way up there, like in the <gasps> Gilded Age. We would yes. have been like. I was just gonna say it. That sounds very Gilded Age. Did you have your your? Oh monocle? no 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 no! Not the boxes. You could see like the rich people boxes where we were sitting. We would have oh, okay. been like you the were Gilded the nosebleeds. We would have got spit on. We would have been yeah, people you spit yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so we it's very steep up there too. You just tumble down and die. Mm-hmm. Um but still it's a gorgeous view and literally totally empty stage except one piano. Wow. She walked out, she played her heart out for 80 minutes, came back, did one encore. She never spoke. She was she wasn't mic'd. I don't think the piano was mic'd either. Really? It was just 
beautiful. How many people, like, I mean, obviously I know that Carnegie Hall is legendary, but I don't know anything about it. Like how many, like how many seats are in Carnegie Hall? Like how many people can it, can it occupy? Like at least 10 people were at there. At least 10, maybe <laughs> 20. I have Carnegie no idea. Hall capacity. They Let's have ask different, the internet. Do they have different like theaters in Carnegie Hall? I think that's just oh, okay. Carnegie Hall is divided among three auditoriums. The largest one is the Stern Auditorium, a five-story auditorium with eight thousand or no, two thousand eight hundred and four seats. So I couldn't tell d- you which one we were in. If I saw pictures, I could, but I couldn't gotcha. tell you otherwise. So it was big, th- it thousands. was packed. This concert was supposed to happen in like May, I think, but she had a she had a baby. And so oh, she good for her. moved all of her stuff. Which was I'm, it piano shaped? The baby. The yeah. baby was the piano. Oh. <laughs> the single uh-huh. piano on stage was the baby. Yeah. In, instead of instead of sounding like a piano, every time she played a key, it was a different baby cry. Like how you can do with those um electric keyboards where you can mm-hmm. like make a fart noise and then it makes it every key. Yeah, no, she was actually playing a a a twelve a twelve key Casio keyboard from Walmart is what she was playing for eighty Ten. minutes because mm-hmm. each finger was a baby finger. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Each that she finger mashed was a pinky. With, she hit it with a hammer. Right. She hit each baby finger with a hammer. Does anyone listen to this podcast anymore? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, it anyway, sounds fun. It sounds like you had well, a really it was, good time. It's wild because it was. It was almost like a Zen thing. All these people were so invested in it too. Mm-hmm. Like there were piano nerds there, and I didn't. Right. Re- I didn't really know the names of the pieces she was playing, but people were like hunched over. People had like opera glasses. The people dedication. Like, yes, and I and love that. It was just thousand people sitting in silence, listening to piano, and then when she would be when she would finish like a major piece, it would just like erupt. It was wild. Sometimes I loved it. Sometimes it's nice to watch other people geek out over things you don't care about. You know, sometimes it's that nice to like too. be a third person, like watching these people, like that are so invested. Like you're not invested in the thing, but like you're invested in watching these other people be invested in the thing, like by proxy. It's kind of fun. Well, and it was also like I don't think I had to. Like I could have never heard piano in my life. And I didn't need to in order to appreciate what this was. Like right. it was the talent just like, was just like bam. permeable. Yeah. And it's so it's so nice to watch someone and be like, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, I get it. You're doing it. Right. You love doing of, this and you do it amazingly and good for you. You found which, it. I never will. And I <laughs> I never have and I never will. Right. I'll never it's, will be happy. But I'm glad that you are. It's kind of like how you were born to do drag, you know? The same thing. She was born to play the piano. Well, everyone's born naked, and the rest and the rest is, is drag. Apparently, some some and some... the rest is a piano concert at Carnegie Hall. That's crazy. So, um, I was it like completely sold out? Like, was it completely packed, or could you tell? Obviously, it sounded like a, a lot of people. Were I there. think it More was. Than 10. I mean, there might have been a couple empty seats, but it was. I think maybe because she, you know, she had to move it. But right. I don't really like it was so definitely sold out. Well, I was curious when Joe told me about this last week when he went, Joe didn't want to tell anyone because he didn't want anyone to dox his ass in Carnegie Hall because, you know, your fans would have swarmed the premises. Police would have had to been called. It would have been a whole thing. Listen, you, you know? don't know about these nut jobs. 
<laughs> Listen, you don't know you about don't these know about whack them. jobs. But so you I don't asked know about the restraining Joe, orders. Right. You don't know about the the tens of people in your head that care about you. I was t- I was asking Joe beforehand because like Carnegie Hall, the name itself is like illustrious and prestige. And so I asked him, like, do you have to dress up to go to Carnegie Hall? And you were like, no, I imagine just because it's Carnegie oh, people Hall. People did, though. Yeah, people did. But it wasn't like expected. people did. No, like on their website, it even says like and it is it does feel very like informal in a lot of ways, because you could tell some people had just come from work uh, and not even like fancy office jobs or something. You know, they just kind of like that. They wanted to hear it and they just bring all the people together, all the from different. Yeah. You know, aspects. I wore um, me and Justin both wore just nice jeans. I actually wore um, I wore a sweater with like a a button up underneath. I wore my wedding cap. What the fuck is that? That's the cap I got. I have one really nice cap. It's the cap I got married in. Like a like a My baseball cap? cap? Or are you yeah. talking about like a it's, like a skull cap? No, no, no. It's light blue. <laughs> Have you seen my wedding pictures? No, I don't think you invited me. Well, nobody was invited. We <laughs> we got married alone. Someone took pictures of us beforehand. Right. My I think cap. I think you sent them to me and I think I deleted them to room, I, get room I wore on my, my wedding phone. cap and a nice sweater and mm-hmm. I was fine. Nice. And you said it was 80 minutes. 80 minutes, no intermission. That sounds like the right amount of time for you. Yeah, it really was. It wasn't the three-hour Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. I I think it's over over three hours. He said the previews were 25 minutes, and then the movie's like four hours, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll never see you again. Goodbye. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to die in that theater. Like, I guess we're not spending time together this weekend. Goodbye. Um, the one of the one of the main actresses, Lily Gladstone, uh, went to my university. Used to live in Missoula, and I went to high school with one of her relatives. Um, so, you know, I'm just wow. Like, that's really a popular. really that's a reach. tangled thread. That's a reach, isn't it? Wow, um, that's like you don't know her at all, <laughs> and like I don't, you never has, could, and right. you never will. She has no idea who I am, and I want to keep it that way. <laughs> um, I have an update for you on my grease situation, because I'm a greasy little piggy. I'm a greasy little piglet who can't fucking clean up after himself and gets grease all over the kitchen, and I ruin all my clothes. Remember that last week? Yeah, and I remember. I know that about you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So instead of washing my clothes, I... There's these... Okay, you can buy this article of clothing called an apron... And it's supposed to help with this. And so I did that. It just came today. I'm very excited to wear it. And it's not one of those because, okay, my mom got me like a novelty apron that has like a really cringy saying on the front that I just can't bear to wear because it's just wanna, even in my own home. Say? I, I don't, know. I don't know. Uh, I, okay. Um, it's, I'm looking at it right now, but I can't see it. It says something like when I wear this backwards, it's a cape. You're looking at it now, but you can't see it? It's like crumpled. I can't see exactly oh. what it says in the front. So it's, it's something like that. Like, when I wear this backwards, it's my cape. Like, it's a soup, like I'm Superman. Anyways, I didn't ask for that present. Yeah. To, yeah. It sounds like a toddler. Yes. Yeah. It's also, painting it's, smock or something. So I bought, like, an actual apron online. Thank you, America's Test Kitchen, for recommending a, a apron for me. So I hopefully, get, I can't. Hopefully, I'll be able to uh, ruin my clothes slightly less. So I'll keep you guys posted. I'm on a rampage against America's Test Kitchen lately. What? 
What do they do this time? Oh, I'm I ready am, for this well, soapbox. Because I watch um, Antiques Roadshow UK, the right. the Pluto channel. And mm-hmm. the... Oh, and um, America's Test Kitchen's on Pluto. Mm-hmm. Well, they show the advertisement. So they show, like, they have ad breaks. And they show the exact same America's Test Kitchen ad. And oh, I no, just... over and over. They, yes. And, and I use America's Test Kitchen. I'm pretty sure we have a subscription. Like, oh, yeah. you know, get the recipes, whatever. Love them. Love their recommendations for pans and stuff. It's not just that they're nerds. It's that they literally act like if AI trained an alien, how (laughs) humans act. Like it is so so, public access programming. Natural. Yeah. So unnatural. So so just like dry. Yeah. And that when they they show the audience sometimes, and the audience looks fake too. And I oh, just, yeah. I am not yes. convinced America's Test Kitchen is real. It's so no. uncanny valley next yes. to humanity, yes. humanity adjacent. Like can't yeah. get on board with it. Tired of the commercials. Tired of the shit. Tired of the drama. Yep. Julia Colin Davidson and Bridget Lancaster both died twenty years ago and were replaced by AI. And you can't prove it, to me it otherwise. Is like, it's filmed with the most hyper modern camera, but yes. both of them look like they are stuck in 2004. <laughs> yeah. And it is and, fucking weird. And every season, I think they're on season like 28 right now. Every season, they have different haircuts. And it's like a thing they do. It's so wild to me. I, I love them, but they're ridiculous. I will continue giving them too my bizarre. Money. Anyway, so it's their fault that I got an apron. Um, do you have? A, do you wear aprons? Well, I I just assume that you are an adult and are way less messy than me when when you're baking, when you're making those those uh the pole to hole or whatever the fuck. I do have an apron. My mother in law got me one with a picture of Piggy on it. See that's and it cute. Says, it's customized well, it star, to you. It says Star Barker, but the R is crossed out, so it says Star Baker. Yeah, that's cringy in a cute way. It's adorable. I'd love it. Yeah. It's hanging on the side of the fridge. Um, it's it's more like art in the kitchen. I'm, mm-hmm. Whenever I'm baking, I'm usually wearing really shitty clothes. I usually wear like pajamas or something. Right. So, yeah, I just don't. I'm not a little piggy in the kitchen. Yeah, you aren't oinking, oinking all over the place. No, I'm I think pretty the, okay. the biggest uh, hurdle I'm going to have to jump over is, is uh, remembering to wear the goddamn thing when I'm like stir frying a fucking Thai, you know, curry or whatever the fuck. It's remembering that, oh, if I want the apron to work, I have to wear it. So I'll keep you guys posted if I don't die in a fucking grease fire or whatever. Um, speaking of clothes, I'm segueing my own segue. Um, I went to the office today because, you know, I have a job with disposable income that I waste on Gosh. on things. Around the time I had a job, they're going to fire me eventually. <laughs> Anyways, it was it was sprinkling outside. It was very nice. We needed some rain here in Austin. I got on the bus because I take the bus because I love the environment. I, it's not that oh I just hate my. driving. <laughs> and I am getting off of my bus stop. My bus stop is like two blocks away. I get off of the bus and it is raining sideways torrential downpour and i have my umbrella with me and i get it out but it's like literally raining horizontal and i have two blocks to walk by the time i get to my office building i just i looked like i just got out of a pool my entire everything was soaked and so i had the hurricane i i don't think no this is just this is just oh this is just rain oh okay So, so i had to waddle my ass to the fucking front desk and i just look at our hr girl and she was like 
oh my God, let me go get you a towel. So I was at my desk soaking wet, cold and uncomfortable all day today. So as soon as I got home, I stripped off all of my clothes and now I have my jammies on. It was it cold rain or was it hot rain? Well, it was it was hot rain, but I the office building we're in has the air conditioning set to like 40. So mm. I turned into an icicle. And usually like I'm I love we talked about air conditioning. Love air conditioning, but when I'm sopping wet, it can get a little bit cold. So yeah. I should have stayed home today. That was the, you know, I was trying to make appearances, I was trying to go in and say hi to all the girlies at the office, you know, be friendly, but no, it was a big mistake. So that's my update for for this. My weather well, update. Well, I hope you learned your lesson. Yep. Never go outside ever again. And I will uh, take that to heart. So um, I've got an update. Oh, did you grow another leg? No, I wish because my I have knee problems. <laughs> you need to regenerate. But, what's what's your update? You know how I deleted on my social media? Is, are you already back? I know. Uh, no, 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 I'm not. You oh. jumped. Wow, you just jumped to conclusions and I heard and felt the judgment in your voice immediately. Girl, of course. I heard it. Yeah. Okay, so I've been uh I use in a reader, which was my Right, that was your thing favorite last thing week. last week. Mm-hmm. There was this article that popped up on it in the tech part or something, and it was like if you're a streamer, you're a big old sad fucking flop if you're not using TikTok, if you're not putting your stuff everywhere else. And it sucks so much because I get so many more followers when I post stream stuff on like TikTok, Instagram, yeah, everywhere else. When you and engage. I was like, shit. I was like, shit. I, th- I have to do my job. This is something I'm supposed to be doing. So, Justin. Okay, so... When the Pixel 8 and 8 Pro were announced, he ordered one, but plot twist, he didn't complete the order. <laughs> so, <What? laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he literally just didn't check out or something. He came home and told me he got a Pixel 8. And then a few days later, he was like, I guess I never checked out. I was like, well, okay. It was, he was it like, was I'm just going to stick with mine. But okay. the Pixel 8 Pro was like $400 off this past mm-hmm. week. And he was like, I'm going to get the Pro. He gets okay. it. He gets the ideas in his head, and he he wants it now. So he got right. it. Yeah. And he was like, "Do you want my Pixel Seven? I have the Seven A." He was like, "You can, you know, offer it to your dad first. So I offered it to my dad. My dad didn't want it because he was only going to get ninety dollars trade in value for the and Pixel Seven. For the Pixel Seven. What girl? I sent in my Pixel Six, and I got three hundred and fifty dollars. I think he has a scratch on the screen." Uh, mine's in perfect condition. And when I, oh, okay. and I mean, like, he could have told them he doesn't have a scratch on the screen because it is, I could not find it. I could not find the scratch whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, he used it as an excuse to get a new phone for one thing. Oh, He's so like, yeah, it, that was the justification. Uh, I was like, okay. it is, there's no scratch there. I've never seen a scratch. You dumb but, bitch. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I will take the Pixel 7. I'm going to keep the Pixel 7a as my main phone just because I like it. It's smaller. And the Pixel 7 is going to be your burner. That's my content phone. Mm, It's my content phone. It's my social media phone so I can leave work at home. It's my work phone. It doesn't have a phone number. It's not going to have a phone number. It's going to be, you know, Wi-Fi. It's going to be like a little But it has all the garbage apps on it that you need for work. It's going to have the garbage the garbage. Oh, that's so clever. So I'm going to be, um, I, 
have a work phone now. Look at you. She's so official. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people do do that. You know, especially if like you work for a for a place that will like provide you a phone. Like there is some hassle of having two phones, but a lot of people like really want that clean degree of separation between like personal and work. And a good way to separate that sort of thing is not having anything to do with work on your personal phone and having a dedicated device for it. So it's, you know, not not uncommon. It's just weird that, you know, you work from home, but it makes sense, honestly. Well, like, I don't want to go on vacation and take, like, when I go on vacation, I'm using my phone all the time because I'm looking up maps, directions, right. shit like that. And I don't want to, like... You just leave that phone at home and still have your phone. Yeah. Like, That's on the bus ride to New York, it was just nice. Not, like, I literally just looked out the window the whole way and listened to music. And it was lovely. I, love that. I didn't... Oh, I wasn't one of my favorite things to, like, to do read comments, see a comment that was going to like ruin. Like I posted a TikTok today mm-hmm. and um, well, right until I, the content phone, until I use the content phone, I've designated my iPad as my content iPad. Right. But you still, you do other stuff on that iPad. You use it to stream. And so I you're do. removing that layer of temptation by like, you know, sandboxing all of your work related stuff to a device that you can like, physically flip over and not look at but i post i posted a tiktok today and i read a comment like later on that would have really upset me like sent, from a random not from not from my audience that tiktok is the is you the worst gay. for that because yeah because people <laughs> find like tiktoks go to everybody they don't go to yeah, just my audience. The algorithm they go finds everybody. people for you right and there i read a con a comment today that if i were away it would have it would have Sent you into fucking day. orbit. But I didn't have to. Oh, oh my God. I'm getting a. Could you hear me for a second? Yeah, you're fine. I have been getting. Stop calling me Nielsen ratings. I've been getting <gasps> 10 fucking calls from Nielsen a day. And I just got one I had to reject while we Girl, were recording this. Girl. Get the fucking hint. I'm not doing it. And they keep sending us mail too, and it's addressed to like the person who last lived here. Yeah, you know why I we're doing the it? Same thing. Justin did one survey. They sent us and a thing. That's that how was they like, get you. They were like, "Do this one survey. We'll send you ten dollars," which they did. Yeah. And then but they hold they, you hostage for the rest of your been, fucking life. Call. I don't even watch TV. I just want to answer the phone and scream. I mm-hmm. don't watch TV. Leave me alone. My husband watches TV. I don't watch TV. <laughs> Stop calling me. Please. <laughs> oh, not Nielsen. Oh yeah, I remember God. getting those like packets as a kid, like in the mail, like, you know, once a year. And it's always like, if you do this and mail it back, you'll get a dollar. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's tempting. And then I didn't. <laughs> well, let me tell so. you, don't because they will call your ass five times a day for the next year. Girl, that's like, that's me with the ASPCA right now. I donated $25 to them once and then immediately canceled. And then I canceled again. And then I canceled again. And they are still taking that $25 every three months out of my account. Let me tell you, that is political. Fraud? Probably. But it's for the animals. And so I feel kind of bad. That's how they get you. That's fine. But you can't save everybody and, and everything all the time. Right. Like, it's great to donate money to stuff, but that's me with the fucking, 
with the PBS station here. I was a member. Oh, yeah. For I love PBS. Love, love PBS. public television. And for a while, I had the app because I was watching some of the shows. And you donate like ten dollars or something, you get free access to all their shows. Right to their video on demand. Yeah. And I couldn't do it anymore. And they send me at least five to ten letters a week. That's like. <laughs> Please come back, please. Please come back. And please. I'm like, I can't. I'm. I'm. Not, I can't right now. I'm not going to. Right. It's not going to. Oh, happen. PBS. Love you, but like, that's you're coming like on a bit too strong, babe. Political donations. If you're registered oh, yeah. to a, a party, political season, you get so much requests. Like Justin's phone rings nonstop during Ugh. like political. And also, you live in DC, so yeah. it's probably like completely worse in every sort of way you get mail addressed like from the president like fake that. you know printed signatures and whatever and i hate like, those come on yeah i, hate I understand mail. that i i um i have a little back and forth that i have with my dad my dad is a republican and so i sign him up for um the democrat emails and th- that spams his inbox, and he signs me up for the Republican emails, and that spams my inbox. So it's Does like this cultural really? war happening. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't <laughs> know your dad funny. was a Republican. Well, I mean, he's not crazy, but I mean, he, you know, he comes from a fa- a mining family, so he doesn't, you know, the environment oh isn't god. his top priority. Uh, it's more about getting getting those that ore out or whatever. So mine you know, fracking, fracking girl, frick fracklacking girl. The fracking girl. My dad is so into fracking right now. Every single person in Arkansas probably gets money from fracking. Girl, it's the fracking and then all the lead paint they licked. Well, the thing is, is is God punished my dad al- for having a gay son. So honestly, it evens itself out. Oh, well, he yeah. made his bed and now he has me. So. They, like, can eminent domain, like, fracking. Like, take it away. And they can just, like, if if they're, like, if you're, if they're, like, we want to put a uh, natural gas well on your property, you can be, oh, like, they can no, just do and, it. They, and they can do it anyway. So you're better off saying, okay, because then you get a percentage of it. Oh, my God. But it's not even, Such like. a crock of shit. You don't even have to have the well on your property. If you're, like, adjacent to someone's property who has fracking. Mm-hmm. You still get some of the money from it, but it's like Ooh. pennies, right? It's from sure it's, it's nothing. Wild, tiny ass little royalties. I don't think people understand how much like natural gas fracking is going on, like all in over the, the place. Yes, it's so girl the fracking, Anyways, and a lot of times mail. people don't have a choice to refuse it, right? And that's awful. Anyways, fuck Nielsen. Stop calling Joe. And ASPCA, I'm going to ream your ass next time you auto-withdraw $25 from my checking account that I can absolutely afford, but I hate animals, apparently, and want to cancel. Yeah, and Apple Arcade, I forgot what? to do, I forgot to end that subscription, and I got charged $5 again for Apple Arcade this month. So rude. So nasty and so rude. So rude. Pre- predatory. 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 <laughs> Predatory. Um, speaking of predatory behavior, oh my God, segue. Have you read or and or listened to The Woman and Me by Britney Spears? Is that what it's called? Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have sure not read the book, but I have think from one, I heard Michelle Williams clip mm-hmm. of her. Marianne Williamson. Okay, so Michelle Williams is the narrator for the audiobook version of Britney Spears' yes. new book. 
And she's really good. And yeah, she, she's amazing, apparently. Well, I mean, she's she an amazing actress, the, uh, but apparently she's a good narrator as well. Her impression of Justin Timberlake has gone viral. Yeah. Of, in, from in the book, Brittany writes a, a lot about Justin, apparently. And right. um, I, th- I think I've read everything that's in the book, but I haven't read the book. <laughs> you've re- it's all it. Everyone's written it's an article about it. So you've re- re- read the book through the Internet. Yeah. People are just posting, you know, all the parts of it, essentially, as but I mean, obviously, this was what was going to happen because it's like, well, yeah. you know, one of the most wanted books of the season. I think it's it's um, I don't generally have like many opinions on celebrities, um, but it's I can't imagine like essentially being held captive for like 10 years by your own family and like finally getting to say what's been on your mind for decades you literally know? decades so, like like having to hold like i mean having to hold it in because you didn't have any other choice yeah wild but people are loving the book and people are shitting all over justin timberlake again which is great i used to read celebrity books i read um oh my god i read nicole richie's Wow. Was her was hers fiction? Hold on. Nicole Richie. I think she hers was called Diamonds Are Forever. It might have been a fictional. Is a novel written by Oh, The Truth About Diamonds. The novel tells the story of Chloe Parker, a woman in her early 20s who'd been adopted at the age of seven by a music superstar. And it's Girl. Nicole Richie. That's Nicole Richie. It's Nicole Richie. <laughs> Um, I read that. Woman, that that seven-year-old is Nicole Richie. That seven-year-old was me. <laughs> I read hers. I read Amy Poehler's. I thought Amy Poehler's was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I read Tina Fey's. I thought Tina Fey's was not very good. Yeah, that's um, the thing. My my mom read Tina Fey. Is that Bossy Pants? Is that Tina Fey? Mm-hmm. And she said it wasn't nearly as good as she thought it was going to be. Amy Poehler's was a little more like heartfelt. And yeah. Tina Face kind of felt like a here's what happened behind the scenes at SNL. Right. You don't really care about. And I think people were assuming it was fine too. Like she's she's cool too, but yeah, it was just not what people expected. Amy's was a little deeper, I felt. And and then also like all Chelsea Handler's books. I've read all Chelsea Handler's books, except when she started to get I'm not really a fan anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought her early books were really good, and then I they kind of felt lazy. Yeah, after she got famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I and at this point, I I am actively anti celebrity. Right. I, th- I don't think that's I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't think so either. I think celebrities shouldn't be allowed to talk unless they're in a movie and reading a script. Like I am <laughs> actively, I don't. They nobody should be looking to a celebrity for like what to think what to right. be- believe anything mm-hmm. period there it's never good yep just because they're famous doesn't mean they're smart at all even the ones that say good things i don't still don't think they should be allowed to talk i just don't right. it, it sets you're, a you're bad just, example you are all vessels nobody's using critical thinking it's just let's let's not we don't need those let's, voices <laughs> sometimes we, we have enough voices we don't need yours okay? some people Shut deserve it. to be silenced Can't. You know, some pe- some people need to be silent. Some sometimes dead is better. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, and mm-hmm. not and that doesn't mean like them be dead, but like their voices be dead. Yeah, I'm ready but for also, AI. Sometimes actors. dead is better. 
I, I'm ready for AI government. I'm ready for AI actors. I'm ready for, well, and, but I, I control the AI, by the way. And, <laughs> uh huh. But, uh-huh. but, by the way, I, I'm the AI, by the way. Right. Behind. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. My intelligence is artificial. So it connects. <sighs> God, anyway. I hate you so much. It's unbelievable. With every passing week, it just gets worse. The Truly. one celebrity book that I could not do. So, Hillary like you, Duff, you tried to read it? Let me tell you about this Hillary little Duff? book. List of books by Hillary Duff. When If I were to tell you that Hillary Duff has written six books. <laughs> what? I didn't think she wrote one. She has Diva. six. Diva. I'm not sure she's written one. <laughs> I don't think she knows she's written one either. I don't think people realize that celebrity books, I, Tina Fey and Amy Pollers, they wrote They theirs. probably wrote theirs. But they like probably, the ghost, they are writers. Right. But the ghost writers of, of 99% of all celebrity books. Celebrities aren't writing get them all books. in a room. No they are all. not writing their books. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're and getting can, book deals from a major publisher. The major publisher not writing a book. Essentially, they stand in a room and talk to a ghostwriter, and the ghostwriter tries to make sense of them. Yeah, tries to piece together a puzzle. Yeah. And a lot of the, if it's a fictional book, all bets are they off, probably babe. all bets are off. Yeah. Anyway, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff has had, six. Six. I think two of them are children's books, and I think three are fiction. And I, I don't actually know what this one is. This one's an album. That's just her album. Okay. Anyway. So that's not a book. Okay. I sat down one summer and I said, let's let's do it. Let's read the Hillary Duff books. There's one called, I think Elixir might be the first one. Yeah, I could not the get Elixir past, Trilogy. I could not get past page two. I said, this is not for me. And I said, oh, no. I don't think this is for anybody. Mm-hmm. This is when you support book burnings. And this is from someone who read Lauren Conrad's books. Yeah. And you couldn't and you you couldn't get through Hillary Duff's book? I could Girl. not. Let me read you this overview. Clea Raymond has felt the glare of the spotlight her entire life. The daughter of a renowned surgeon and a prominent Washington, D.C. politician. She has oh, grown to be God. a talented photojournalist who takes refuge in a career that allows her to travel to the most exotic parts of the world. But after Clea's father disappears in a humanitarian mission, Clea's photos begin to feature eerie, shadowy images of a strange and beautiful man, a man she has seen, a man she has never seen before. When fate brings Clea and this man together, she is stunned by the immediate and powerful connection she feels with him. Blah, blah, blah. There's mystery about her father's disappearance. Anyway. They race against like, time to unravel like their seven past different in order books to save together. their lives. It, I, pick, I, pick a plot. Pick a I lane. Imagine Hillary Duff came up with this idea. Also, nothing, nothing says, like, nothing turns me on more than long text descriptions of a photo. So, like, having your protagonist <laughs> be a photojournalist. <laughs> She's a photographer. I, I can't ah! even, I can't look at these photos because, like, anyways, girl. When, when Hillary Duff's number one fan couldn't get through your debut novel in a trilogy, that's when you know. Simon and Schuster, bitch. And you know that, like, they signed her on for a three-book deal, and she phoned it in on the first book, and then the next two books were just 
feces, honey. Oh my god. Have you ever seen the movie Young Adult? Uh, who's in it? Is it Charlize? Theron? It's Charlize Theron. Um, she got a Golden <coughs> Globe, go- Globe, Globe, Globe nomination. She got Gobble Gobbled. Gobble Gobble nomination. So it's, okay, Mavis, she plays Mavis Gary. She's a 37-year-old divorced alcoholic ghostwriter for a series of young adult novels. That actually sounds funny. It, it's meant as a, it's a dark comedy. Uh-huh. And so, like, I love it because the ending's bad. <laughs> like, oh, Patton Oswalt's in it? Yeah, I'm seeing this. It's really good. It's really good. In like a bad way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, I should I should watch it. When when was this? 2011. Yeah, it's kind of old. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah, a fun good. premise though. To it's be like good. a ghostwriter. Huh. I saw a movie kind of like this. The other week I watched it with a friend of mine. It's called Saw X. Have you seen that? <laughs> I have it doesn't never have seen a Theron. I've never seen a Saw movie. You don't need to. It's just like us, like gory, morbid fucking freak shows who enjoy that sort of thing. Like there's 10 of those fucking movies now and eight of them are bad and two of them are okay. So you saw it in a movie theater? No, no. It came out on digital. And so I acquired it digitally. Oh, okay. And watched it with a friend of mine. You loved it? Honestly, out of all of the Saw movies... You know, and we're this is bottom of the barrel. You know, it's like it's like saying like, oh, which animal shit tastes the best? You know, like it doesn't. Oh, fox. You know. Oh, okay. Well, I oh, you came up with fox. that rather quickly, concerningly so. I, it's because I'm British. What? Oh yeah. Do British, British people, people they eat British fox people, shit. They. Now <laughs> 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 hmm. well, you learn something new every day. Anyways, uh, I think the newest Saw movie is a, it goes, it's, it's supposed to take place between Saw 1 and Saw 2. And, oh, which is, which is a good time in the timeline because after Saw 3, it kind of mm, goes really downhill really fast. So they picked a good time for that. Anyways, it's, it's probably one of the best Saw movies to date. Um, good traps, good acting, good gore, good plot, good ending. So I think it's in my top three, probably. I'm looking at the cast. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, well, they filmed it in Mexico City, and they um, hired Mexican actors for most of them. Most oh, of the, cool. The parts. Well, so work. they kind of like they kind of did some local stuff. Obviously, other than Jigsaw, you know. Anyways, so not my favorite thing, but that is my cheese. Is Soft X? <laughs> as as I was referring to it to my friend, I was calling it socks. Now, is this like when the iPhone X came out? Were we supposed to call that iPhone X or iPhone See, 10? I don't, I don't know. Am I supposed to call like, it Saw 10 or am I again. supposed to call it Saw X? You know, I don't. I Roman like socks. Scare me. I like socks. I think that's a good name for it. Yeah. He got a good clever. chuckle out of, uh, out of socks. Yeah. I get like one clever thing of year and that was it. Wasted. Um, anyways, should I, uh, cheese? <laughs> it's cheese of the week. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a cheese and then you you die of a coughing fit <laughs> and then i live die. on the mm-hmm. podcast yeah live on the pod um my cheese of the week let's just pull this up mine has to do with feet too oh socks feet were okay 
Okay, so before I moved to InnoReader and I was getting all the ads on the my Google feed, do you remember mm-hmm. my Bombas ads I was oh, getting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did they finally Bombas. get you? They reeled well, you in. Okay, so they're an expensive sock. Well, $20 socks, I think, is their tea. Well, I don't okay, do that. The, I buy a 12-pack of Hanes. Right, when you're used to buying a 12-pack of Hanes at fucking Walmart, or like, and then you upgrade, you quote upgrade from that by buying a 24-pack from Costco. Like, yeah, I don't. Anyways. Nobody sees my socks. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Except for me. But I kept getting because I sent a few pictures. Mm. Josephsocks.org. It's a nonprofit. It's a shell. Me? It's a shell company. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. This is that's where you launder all your money. It's through this. Shell it's a company. shell. Well, the socks are so encrusted. They form a shell. I don't know. I don't want to know why they're encrusted. Is it the all the snails. cum that's in those socks? <laughs> no, they are not. Is it cum all the socks. semen? It's it all the I semen in the cum socks? I don't want to even fucking know if people have ever actually jacked off in a sock because that is the most disgusting thing to me. You know, people do that, and it may be a person that you know personally. You've done it, it and I know it, it. It may hit closer to home than you would like, and. It really reinforces my hate for those people. And that's if those people justified. are you. That is absolutely justified. Okay, so I didn't get Bomba socks, but they were showing me their slippers. Oh yeah. I think you and I, I don't, don't know. I don't like you slippers. Talk about this. You I don't, don't like, like sl- slippers. I'm you know, I never was a big slipper fan to begin with. And then I as an adult, I got those like fucking Adidas slides that are like, you know, just one big piece of plastic. And those are my quote slippers. But like the fuzzy slippers, I just feel like they get dirty too easily and you like they're hard to you, wash. And Are you wearing those around the house? Yeah, the, 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 the Adidas slides are my house shoes. They stay in Why the house. Why are you wearing they don't shoes in the house? Because when, okay, this is, goes back to me being a grubby little piggy pie and I would get sticky floors because I'm a grubby, <sighs> a grubby little piggy bitch. So instead Your of floors are so gross that you have to wear sh- indoor shoes. I mean, not anymore. I've graduated. I have a one thousand dollar robot vacuum cleaner that mops my floors for me. So my this is the the best that my floors have ever looked. <sighs> but I, yeah, so I have house shoes. It's like a thing in the family. Like I I don't know what happened. We all got house shoes for Christmas, and so these are the the shoes that I wear in in my house. Those are like the shoes you wear to church camp so you don't get hepatitis. Exactly. Only instead of wearing these shoes in the communal shower so I don't get hepatitis, I'm just wearing them around my own home. Every church camp I've ever been to has had worse conditions than prison. The the fact that they allowed you into the camp and didn't reject you immediately upon seeing you is baffling to me. Yeah. I I have never been... And the yeah. wildest thing, I got bullied even more at church camp than anywhere else. I thank it's God every day that hell. my parents weren't religious enough to send me to church camp. I went to like one like day thing with my best friend who was a Boy Scout. And that's as close as I got to like any sort of like camp sort of situation, youth, whatever. So it was religion hell adjacent, but earth. not there. Girl, was it like sleepaway camp? Because like... My sensitive ass could not spend the night alone. When I tell you, you're like five hours away from civilization, from your home, there's no way you could get home 
from these I'd places. I'd kill myself. I would it commit is, suicide. It is concrete floors, the nastiest showers, the nastiest sleeping conditions. It is, and no air conditioning. It is awful. Anyway, back to slippers, though. Um, <laughs> you know what's worse so, than that? Slippers. Bombas has these, like, sock slippers. So mm-hmm. you're supposed to wear them without socks, but I wear them with socks. I don't wear shoes without socks. I'm against that. Right, it's against smell. the law. They're going to smell. They're going to sweat. I'm not doing it's that. True. It's true. Especially fabric ones. So they they look like kind of like elf shoes. They just, like, pull on, and they've got grippy feet, and they are so lovely. Are they comfy? They're very comfy. I will tell you, I got them on discount twice. They had a sale Ooh. going on, and then I had a discount on top of that, so I got them for like $30. There I you go. personally would not pay more than that for a pair right. of slippers. Um, but for that price, they're good. They're fine. Nice. Love a deal. That's my Love cheese. Love a sale. That's a good cheese. And yours is saw? <laughs> yes, my <laughs> cheese My cheese is socks. Cheesy socks. Okay. okay. Um, You can get these, these microwavable mac and cheese things at Trader Joe's that are very cheesy. And they're all right. So if you want something cheese adjacent, there's my, that cheese, I guess. Oh, okay. Anyway, but Thanks. you know, cheese doesn't matter. Cheese of the week does not have to be cheese adjacent. We've learned this. Um, do you have anything else you want to play us off with before we go into favorite things? Any other things you want to do address to the class? These are a few of our favorite things. Now, are both of our favorite things going to be Super Mario Wonder or is it just your favorite thing? It's definitely mine. Is it yours? So last week, I said, ah, Super Mario Wonder looks fun, but I don't think I'm going to buy it. And then you were like, oh, well, I bought it with one of those um, vouchers vouchers that you buy for 100 bucks, and then you can get two games. And so they're each about 50 bucks. And so that stewed and festered with me. And I was like, well, all these reviews are saying that Super Mario Wonder is really good. So, you know, and I'm, I really want to play Super Mario RPG, the remake, when it comes out. And that's going to be eligible for the voucher as well. And so I was like, well, you know, what if I just buy the voucher and then I buy Super Mario Wonder and then I use the other part of the voucher? Anyways, so I bought Super Mario Wonder and I, I like played it for seven days straight and beat the whole goddamn thing. So go for it. Talk about Super Mario Wonder. I did too. I'm, I beat it. I bought it on. So Friday we got back from New York. I didn't play it until Saturday, but I beat it by Sunday. Gotcha. I was done in two days. I was wow! You rushed through speed run. I loved it so much. I played it every chance I could last weekend. Um, yeah, it's probably my favorite. I have not liked two D Mario games in a long time, and I hate that when they're cats. I hate when they're cats. Oh yeah, the cat Super Mario Three D World was the cat sucks suit. Ass meow. Hate the cats. But yeah, when you run up oh. the flagpole, girl, no. So you beat it already too. Yeah, so I beat it. It took me a bit longer because I have a full-time job. <laughs> I um, It was the weekend I wasn't working. Oh. Well, for me, what I was probably having a depression well, nap. I was probably sleeping 48 hours that day. And and I'm good know. at games and you're not. That's that also has something <laughs> to do with it. Um not true at but, all. But no, I I beat it and it was it was re- really really fun. It was it's like probably I mean unexpectedly it's probably one of the most polished games I've ever played. Who'd you play as? Cuz you can play as Mario, you can Luigi, play, you can play as anyone, Peach. right? Guess who Daisy. I played as. Guess. Take a wild guess. I bet Out you were Toad. After uh, uh, with all of the all of the people 
all of the all, all of the the options. I bet you were Yoshi or Toad. I was Mario. I played as fucking Mario the entire game. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Out of all of the choices of much more With, interesting people, I chose, you chose the to be Mario. White man. He's if a that war criminal. Mean, exactly. If that isn't a surefire sign that I hate women, I don't know what is. Well, I obviously played as Daisy the whole way, and I was mm-hmm. very disappointed. Well, I absolutely loved playing as Daisy. The only world I haven't completed is the special world. Oh, okay. The, the secret one. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Spoiler alert for just a minute, but not really spoiler alert. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. I'm just going to tell you who's in the ending cutscenes. The ending cutscenes are the same no matter who you finish the game with, who you beat Bowser with, etc. Okay. So in the ending cutscene, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi are up front, and Daisy's like in the background with the Toads. Even even though in my game. Yeah, even though in my game, she played every level, she beat Bowser, she freed the Flower Kingdom, and she gets, like, swept to the back of the Yep, she's playing second fucking fiddle, and these motherfuckers in the front are taking all the credit. It is literally Second-class citizen. Second-class citizen. That's what I was most upset about. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) Otherwise oh, the online aspect was fun. I made like friends. You know, I I understand why people enjoy the online aspect because it's like you can like see people and help people and stuff. But like I the, in the first level when I was playing like the first level ever in the game when like online is on automatically, it distracted and annoyed me so much that I turned it off and didn't turn it back on the entire rest of the playthrough. I almost did that. I almost did that. But then I kept getting too lazy to turn it off. Uh, And I was like, holy shit. Me and these. So four people can be in a level together. And you see them as like transparent ghosts ghosts kind of thing. But when they die, they can come touch you and come back to life. They can also leave like stakes in the ground that can help you as well. That can help revive you. So you're like passively helping each other. It's like a passive yeah. multiplayer. And you can choose to just run ahead and do your own thing as well. And for the most right. part, that's what I did. But there were a couple. I really like the search, search and rescue levels or whatever, search and mm. find or whatever. Right. Some of them were a little hard and we would like help each other out. Yeah, that's what I hear online. A lot of people were, were uh, utilizing that feature for those uh, levels, trying to find all those things. And I was like, this game will probably never have the player base that it does as right now when it first comes out, let's play it with other people. And right. it was so endearing. People would like, because you, can, you can't talk to them, but you can use like four different emotes. One is like question mark, one smiley face. One is like a music note. And I don't remember what the other is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it was adorable. Yeah. I had a nabbit who followed me around for one of the um, castle levels. Mm-hmm. And you know, nabbit, because nabbit can't die. Essentially, because he's already Um, dead. He's already dead inside, and you can tell. (laughs) And they just like made sure I was okay. Oh, for some of the trickier parts. Touched by an angel, your little guardian nabbit. My guardian angle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just cute and fun, and I don't know if I'll replay. It has a lot of good replayability, I guess. I didn't use a single one of the badges except the half floaty one. 
Oh, really? I use the badges all the time because I can't play video games, remember? I stuck to the hat floaty one the entire time. Was there a reason or were you just lazy? You didn't want to switch them. It was just so good. I was like, I don't need the one that the one where you never stop bouncing. I was like, no, never again. Never. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. I may have used the high jump one once, but otherwise floaty hat shit. Yeah, I used I was definitely switching up my badges in the special world with all the really hard courses. Sad. Yeah. Anyways, good favorite thing. Good favorite thing. Um, um, I don't know if you weren't going to play as Mario, who else would you have played as? Probably Peach just to piss you off. No, that's a misconception. I like Peach. Oh, so you don't. OK, I think she's Who'd... a lazy character design. That's, not, that's her not her fault. fault. Mm. She's still miles better than Mario and Luigi. Right. I think a lot of people were complaining that like all of the toads because like or not all the toads that. If you play as either Nabbit or any of the Yoshis, you're invincible, right? It's like it's like the yes. I was and gonna call it baby well, mode. Yoshi's but. got the jump or something. He right. can do his little Yoshi jump. Right. And so a lot of people online, not a lot of people, but I saw a couple of people complaining that like I want to play as Yoshi, but I want to be at like the regular difficulty level. And so they were like, why didn't they like choose oh. a couple of Yoshis that were like with the you know regular cast instead of being like you know. The easy characters. Well, Yoshi's that was the only like, complaint that I saw. They're like, they're like pet hamsters. They don't have rights in the Mario yeah. universe. Yeah, they don't it's have like, rights and they don't have brains either. If Mario got hit by a car, it would be something. But if like a Yoshi got run over, it'd be like a squirrel getting run over. Yeah, Luigi would keep driving. <laughs> he knows what you he know. Did. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, sad. Well, good favorite things. Have we had a joint favorite thing before? Probably not for a long time. I'm sure we've had some, but not that I can remember. Probably um, video game ones. Yeah, it was probably something like this, where like a video game came out and we both played it. My my favorite thing probably for next week is going to be True Detective, which I have never watched and I'm finally starting to watch. Um, but I like having a joint favorite thing this week, so I'm just going to leave it at that and I'll tra- talk about True Detective probably next week. Is there a false detective? Um. Yeah, that's when you. That's when you are playing Nancy Drew. Um. I beat the games on Senior Detective. Wow. Does that mean you're old? No. <laughs> <And> not Senior <laughs> Citizen Detective. Senior Citizen Detective. When you're a senior in high school, are you? Is it because you're ninety years old? No, but you're older than everyone else there. Oh, sad. Well, the Anyways. Nancy Drew voice actor is like eighty. Is she? It's like. Is it like the same voice actress that's been? No, voicing Nancy Drew forever? For all of them, except they finally replaced her in the last game to huge controversy. Oh, and yeah. it's their Rick and Morty. She's still good. It's she's still I, I like the new one as well. Um mm. and the new game that's coming out, the same new person is doing it. So they've formally replaced the old one. But so I, the old someone actresses. gave me the someone got me the old one signature. Oh my god, really? Yeah, they there's these websites where you can like people will do like a run of signatures or whatever, and you can tell them what you want them to write. I think they said, well, I have it right here on my shelf. It says it's signed on the Nancy Drew like glossy paper. It says Joseph Birdsong, Hey Sausage Sleuth, Lonnie Manella. Man- I I never remember her name. It shouldn't write it very well, but uh, yeah. 
Collector's item. Collector's item. I framed it. Is Sausage Sleuth something in your chat they call you? So in one of the games, you can eat a plate of poison sausages. And then at the end of the game, you get like trophies for doing certain things. And that trophy is called Sausage Sleuth. Mm. And so that's now what I refer to the audience as when we're uh, playing Nancy Drew. Okay. Because it was an iconic moment. I see. Hashtag iconic. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're making friends online. Um, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, good favorite thing. Singular. Good favorite things. Super Mario Wonder. Final thoughts for the week? Um, Super Mario Wonder is $60 and it's on the Nintendo Switch online store. Go get it if you have 60 extra dollars. Just get the voucher. Yeah, get the voucher and then buy two games and save $20 or whatever. Yeah. Um, no other things from me. I'm so nice and dry. Especially after talking to you, I'm definitely not wet after talking to you. I can't get wet anymore. I'm old. Well, we, you know, senior detective. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Uh-huh. We do appreciate it. And also, for the Patreon patrons, there will be a bonus episode this week as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, That's all uh, I have. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Now do you say thank you as well, and then we leave. (sighs) Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Adrian S. Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexander T. Amanda L. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devin L. Edward P. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. J. L. Jessica L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Sam and Ari. Scott A. Chantal H. Sharia S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.